0: 2561729 And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Juliana and Bill After Show. Love this,
2: song. this is
3: so great. Yeah. That's Wait, we don't have a Halloween version of this?
1: Oh, I know. What, what about if- the Monster Come Mash on. or something,
2: Bill?
1: There's a Monster Mash-up. Of I this song? Well, I don't know.
2: At least play a Halloween song. Something. All
1: right. I will find a Bill and Juliana okay. approved Great. Halloween song. Okay,
3: Fantastic. Okay. Hello, everyone. Hi. We are here. Another episode of After Buzz for the Juliana and Bill hey. show. We are in season six, episode six. Wow. Who's your nanny? My goodness. I know. Well, I am Tara Johnson. So happy to be here with you today. And I am here with the wonderful Vixen Kitten.
2: Hello, I'm Sarah Huggin, the <laughs> Vixen
3: Kitten. <laughs> we'll be tweeting live throughout the entire show. You can reach me at TJ Path
2: to Passion and Sarah. I'm at Sarah on the Go, Sarah with an H.
3: I will say that tonight we're down to two.
2: I know, so sad. Giselle
3: couldn't be here tonight. She took a nasty fall and she is nursing a swollen ankle. So, everyone, if you get a chance, please wish her well. If you get a chance, tweet her at yeah. Giselle Ugarte, U G A R T E, and let her know that you want her back on her feet. We will miss her here tonight. But we must move yeah. on. Well, the this show must, sh- go on. show must go on. <laughs> I feel like so much happens in these episodes.
2: No, I know. And because they're such short little segments, you know, right. I feel like I'm constantly like, oh, this is important. Right. This is going to be important. Yeah,
3: hands get hand gets tired. So yeah. we went international with this episode. Yeah. We were in LA, we were in Chicago, and then New we York. took it across the pond. Oh, New York, I totally yeah. forgot. We took it across the pond to London. Yeah. So I figured we should start, let's start domestic.
2: Okay. Right all here right. in all LA. Right.
3: Okay. Um, we're going to start with a topic called "G's a hoarder."
2: I can completely relate. <laughs> I feel like everything Bill was saying about her is exactly how I am. I don't want to give anything away. You know, I have boxes of stuff. If I had a garage, it would be all in there as well.
3: But I have to ask: with the type of the caliber of things that they are talking about right. giving away, is it still hoarding? I mean, they're talking about antique desk and. Dressers and I mean, that table that they were talking about giving away, that's no piece of junk that you find on the street. Is that still considered hoarding?
2: I mean, you have to think, though, how many places they've owned, and all the, f- you know, they've probably refurnished every single one of those places, most likely, or at least, you know, maybe used a few pieces, but probably used a majority of the same, or, I mean, a majority of different things. So, like, after a while, you're going to accumulate a lot of stuff. So. And gifts, you know, gifts that they've gotten for, you know, their wedding and, you know, even things like that, I feel like, yeah, you can accumulate a lot of stuff if you don't get rid of it gradually. Well, do
3: you get rid of everything? I mean, as they said, their new house, right, which is still under construction, and as we found out last week, it's still under construction. Right. <laughs> they, not have not they have not moved in. They're not ready to move in yet. But it's double the size they're in right now. So do you completely get rid of everything and start over?
2: I think... When you're in the position that Juliana and Bill are, you oh. do because you're decorating. You're decorating an entire home, and usually, the other you know items were for another house and another decoration scheme and theme and that whole thing. So I can see, I can see you know if you can, right? <laughs> those not? who
3: can do, yeah, yeah. Those who cannot pack up our stuff and take it to the next place. Yeah. You know. But
2: Bill would have gotten rid of a lot of that stuff. Clearly,
3: oh, clearly before. Bill would have gotten rid of. Everything. everything yeah I mean he told her as, as the show started if it's not decided by Thursday it is going God. to the Boys and Girls Club yeah. which I do love the fact that they're donating things to charity I think that's fantastic Me especially too. this caliber of stuff that they're giving is
2: incredible okay. I'll take it
3: I, I'll take it too <laughs> Some of
2: that. but what do
3: you think of Juliana you know she and Bill had the discussion about what's going to go what's going to stay and all of a sudden Lonnie Paul walks through the door and she pulls Lonnie to the side and uh, has a little sidebar conversation with you. Do you think she changed Lonnie's mind at all?
2: Mm, mm, you know what? I barely remember that part. Oh, okay. I do. I know that, that that was like a big deal, but I just remember... I didn't remember it making it or breaking it for me.
3: Okay, Did right. Did it for
2: you? Well, I don't know. I mean... I-
3: I know it seems as if Julianne and Bill and Lonnie had talked about all these different items, what was going to go, what was staying. I know she
2: claimed certain things, like she said, you know. Lonnie Paul
3: wants this to stay, but it seems as if maybe in Bill's mind, after she had the sidebar conversation, the entire original plan that they all had went straight out the window. He, you know, he was thinking she pulled over to the side, whispered in her ear, which she did, and right. maybe... Woman
2: to woman. I mean, there you it go. I there was a change after that. I agree. There was a change in the whole thing. So, I don't know. I feel like that stuff might be useful later. You know, keeping a lot of that stuff, and they don't know where they're going to be ever. Right. Really. I mean, they know they need to be in L.A. and... True. You know, so I don't know. And
3: how many times is this for them moving? I mean, this couple moves... More than a I little know. bit.
2: And I, I don't know how they do it. I
3: I, I, I thought crazy. they would have the system down, but it seems as if they they still have issues about what's going and what's staying.
2: Because I think they're like to and from hotels and to and from apartments, right. like, you know, in houses. And I think it's just a lot. They're bi-coastal, you know, and I just think it's a lot for them to
3: <laughs> I guess handle. that's true. But again, we're talking about a couple who ha- who can make the decision right. of staying in this what, three-bedroom rental place in Brentwood or yep. going into a hotel? Right. And what do you think? Their place isn't ready yet. It's going to be several weeks. I wonder weeks.
2: why they didn't stay in the Brentwood house.
3: Well, it's, you know, Bill said that he had given the landlord notice and the landlord had sold the house. But do you think, you know, what do you think? Moving into a hotel yet again to then move back to their new place, then to go to Chicago when the baby is born? It's just...
2: I would have tried to have stayed in the rental house. Even if, had they sold it all that jazz, I would have... I would have asked to stay. Right. At least like another month or something. It was
3: like a lot, that. right? It's just so much packing. Yes, yeah. yeah, it's, it's a lot. And you have everything. You are getting ready for the baby to come and he's going to Chicago and she's going to L.A. and London. I mean, you know, it's just, yeah, it's, it's a total lot to do in the t- same time of moving.
2: I Yeah, I feel like they just had to make their decision quickly and they just didn't. They were like, you know, let's just go to a hotel. Right. Because then they don't have to worry about cleaning it. They don't have to worry, you know, there's certain amenities that a hotel has that clearly they like. the Four Seasons last week, you know, they like that type of living.
3: Who doesn't like that type of living? Uh, I'll take it. Yeah, me too. I'll totally take it. (laughs) Me too. So poor Bill is left there again, packing this house, moving into, I guess, (laughs) a hotel, getting everything into storage or things going to Boys and Girls Club, and G is off again. How does this woman navigate it so she's never there for a move?
2: I love it. I think it's hilarious, and I would do totally the same thing.
3: I mean, do you think she packs anything? Like a knife, a fork, a plate? No. I mean, do you think she, she
2: packs? In the kitchen, just like laughing, and you know, Bill is calling her, and she's like, I'm working! You know? Right, It's like Sarah at her up, Yeah. No, I think it's hilarious. I think she just doesn't want any part of it, and she's, you know, she comes up with any excuse not to have to do it. Well, I mean, I...
3: I guess I would. I mean, who likes to move? It's no, it's no I feel one's like favorite Bill likes
2: to move. I feel like he doesn't mind it. He likes the whole house renovation, you know, process.
3: Maybe it's because he's so organized, you know, yep. he's so anal, you know, anal attentive. Yeah. She called him anal attentive yep. OCD. Yeah. Yeah. He called her pack rat. Yeah. Messy person. Yes. I don't know. Dirty person. Dirty anymore. person. It <laughs> yeah. seems to be the way this, you know, they communicate with yes. each other that seems, absolutely seems to work.
2: It's very cute. I mean, at least someone does it. You know, obviously she doesn't do it because she knows the bill is going to do it. No matter what, she knows that he's going to take care of it. So,
3: isn't that the best part, though? Did yes. you know you have this fantastic husband that even if you don't do it, it's going to get done and probably get done better than you could possibly even do it yourself? Yes. I, I, I'll take I one of those. That.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Any anyone out there? I don't know.
3: Bill. do You have brothers? Yeah. No, you don't have bro- cousins, no,
2: yeah, uncles, nephews, proteges. Oh, possibly.
3: good one. Right? That's a really, yeah. really good mm-hmm. one. I like apprentices. That. Oh we yeah, Phil. Nice, Look
1: at
2: you nice out, buddy. one.
3: Nice one. Sorry, mate. Well, Phil, do you like moving? Is is moving your greatest pastime?
1: Uh, moving is not my greatest pastime. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I haven't. I've I've moved in and out of apartments a lot. You know, especially during college. I, 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 to a degree, I, I wouldn't say I'm a master at it, but I've gotten pretty good at it. I don't know. I think it's there. There is a certain guy's thing to um, wanting to build and things like that. I don't know. Oh, so maybe maybe that's a sexist comment, but I think no. I think you, you guys take pride in like, especially if they know how to do handiwork and those types of things. There is a certain pride to it, and uh, it, it's also mindless work. So, like, it, to in the sense that, uh, especially like in Bill's position, you know, sometimes it's nice to just you know, go through this routine and not have to really think about different things. You know how to do it. Wow. Okay.
2: So. Okay. That, not, that I, I had
3: never thought of it that way. Thank you very much.
2: Do you hoard stuff, Phil? Do you hold I I, things? I
1: completely do not hoard things. See, I
2: I don't know a guy that ask, does. I think that's a, go- a guy.
3: Ask
1: there, Marissa, too. I am constantly throwing everything out of here. She's like, "But we might need that." I'm like, "Nope. nope. Did you need it yesterday?" Nope. nope. Okay.
3: Good. I've heard that one before, too.
2: See, I need some someone like that in my house. Absolutely. I mean, I keep Everything. I, I, everything. I have overalls that I wore as a child. <laughs> I mean, because I, one day you never know. They're cute, yeah. They're cute. They're you you never know. I painted them or something, you know.
3: That's so true. Yeah. Well, Phil mentioned something mindless to do when he was talking about moving, and I say something mindless to do but is fantastic is to check out all of the After Buzz shows.
2: Yay! Wait, wait. wait Jack, no! Another un Halloween. Um, all right. Oh,
1: here we go. All right. See, I figured I'd wait to bring it in for the iTunes plus. Well, there you
3: go. Okay. We appreciate that. There we go. <laughs> well, After Buzz this season has a full lineup of any show you can possibly think of, scripted or reality. Yeah. There are people out there we want to talk about. It, we want to talk to you about it. So check us out. Download it on iTunes. Comment. On, comment. Share. Speaking of commenting and sharing, yes. uh, when you watch the Julian and Bill After Show, we are requesting and would love... Five stars Oh yes We would love you to share it With Nothing less. all of your friends And loved ones we love for you guys To tweet us Call in Let us know how you feel About the show What you like What you don't like We're here for you And uh, we'd love mostly to get you Mostly what you, the you like. like Mostly the things Well you yeah like. Mostly what you like
1: Bonus points If you guys can come up With an iTunes song oh. That's reflective of this song This is Sally's song From Nightmare Before Christmas yeah. What do you mean
2: An iTunes song
1: I don't know <laughs> Hey, guys. Go to iTunes and Rain. Oh. Because it's no. Halloween.
2: I
3: mean, you do
2: it so well that...
1: There you go. <laughs> no. We don't
3: even need to. There yeah, you
2: go. we don't need to do it. We have a master singer on our hands over to. here. I couldn't do any better than that. No.
1: The but is that, is that a uh, Juliana and Bill-approved song, but yeah. Halloween-ish, well, yeah. Sally you know, song? I it's kind of depressing, true. but...
3: Juliana says she's a trained singer, yeah. so, you know, yeah. as we all are. So I think you did a fine job there, Phil.
1: There you. Yeah, know.
2: me too. That was a really good... <laughs> I applaud really myself. <laughs> Sorry, I can't. I'm Uh-oh. having some ear Uh-oh. issues. The ears are getting in the
3: way. I'm taking them off. Okay, it's all good.
1: Sorry. They'll be back on for the club. Absolutely.
3: Yeah. Technical well, difficulties. There we go. We're back okay. and ready to go. Woohoo! Well, as we said before, Juliana was able to squeak herself out the door, so she didn't have <laughs> yes. to move. But she is on the move. She is heading to New York.
2: And she's heading to London. Can I just say, before we get into the London thing, I love how Bill knew. He knew oh, that yeah. Juliana, he was like, have fun, you know. <laughs> <have> <laughs> You're two extra hours. Yeah, he's like, all right, see ya. Like, I just loved that. I love how he knows her game. Like, Absolutely. And he's fine with it. Like, he knows who be married. So. I, I
3: should be fine with it. I love how he calls her on it. So she doesn't think that he doesn't know. Right. Right. I think that's the best part. Right. He's like, Okay, yeah. That Enjoy that cocktail cute. in the yeah. first first class yeah, he's lounge Like I'll be here. Yeah, two hours early. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. But <Very> Ju-
3: <laughs> Julian is on the move, she's heading to New York, York and she did a quick interview with Betsy Johnson
2: who I didn't know was a cancer survivor I had no idea Yeah 10 but years she,
3: but I thought it was great to get that perspective you Me know Betsy too. Johnson was diagnosed 10 years ago and she mentioned how things are so different now than they are in 2012 right. Which I had no idea that one she was a survivor and two I had no idea was there a stigma or something attached to it? Well she said past? she
2: kinda of felt like she was in a boat on her own and just by herself. That it wasn't not that it's popular today, right. but there's definitely a lot more people, you know, who can identify with that struggle now that there, than there was back then.
3: Well, I'm glad that we've come a long yeah. way that there's no stigma attached that we can talk about it we can help each other out right. so I thought it was great and the one thing that Betsy gave Juliana the was little cute so was, was so cute with the Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. that was really really cute
2: really adorable
3: so before G flew off to London with, you know she and Lena had a conversation and I have to pose the same question to you it seemed as if Juliana was concerned about going to London because it was so close to the birth of the baby she was concerned that she wouldn't be able to get back. I guess my question is, would you have taken that gig? I mean, I know the, the Olympics is fantastic every four years. It's a lifetime, you know, lifetime opportunity. But what do you
2: think? I would have. I would have done what Juliana did just because it's risky. M- pregnancies, you never know. Like most likely if she stayed home. The baby wouldn't have been born for weeks. And then she would have been like, oh, I missed out on the Olympics. Right. And, you know, I mean, she could have helped with the moving then, but. That's true. You know, I, I would have taken it because, you know, if worse came to worse, she could have gotten there. She, I, I mean, I know she said it was important to be there. I think if the, it was really, I know they made it a big deal on the show, but I think if it was really as close that close she wouldn't have gone
3: I don't you know what I have to say I'd probably go the exact opposite way really yeah I don't think I would have have gone I think I would have stayed right there I would have tried (laughs) my best to still get out of the moving but I think I would have (laughs) stayed right there Um, I wouldn't have wanted to miss any of it you know leading up to it to miss the second of it the fact that Delphine has delivered early before I think it was just been too much risk I'm a risk taker but I think that much risk I would have I would have stayed put I would have thanked my boss for the opportunity but I would have said can you send Jason or can you send someone else but I think I would have stayed home and I'm a go-getter, just like the, the next, yeah, you know, yeah. career girl. But I think I would have stayed close to home on that one.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's interesting.
3: I mean, like, everyone, I mean, it seems like everything was fine. She made it. She did the Olympics. She went back home without a problem. But right. it would have weighed so heavily on my mind the entire time.
2: Right. Well, and Bill was like, when they had that phone conversation. Right. And Bill, you know, said something about Delphine being in the hospital. And Juliana's like, what? What? Exactly. He's like, yeah, it's a checkup. <laughs> she freaked out. But yeah. for that
3: moment, she right. freaked out. Right her heart would have dropped if something else would have happened. Yeah, So she did. She took the risk and went to London yeah. to cover the Olympics for E! News. I, I didn't see any of the Olympic coverage from E! Do you remember
2: watching? Um, I do a little bit of it. Well, I watched a lot of, because they blended it, because now NBC owns E! Right, so right. they had like Seacrest on NBC and Juliana. I saw some of it. Yeah, okay. it was great. It was good. You know, they had good interviews, and they always have great Coverage, but yeah, they didn't show much of it at all on the show.
3: Okay, it was just her out there. Well, she. Yeah. Se- it seemed as if it was the gig of a lifetime. She seemed to have a great yeah. time with on that on that what do they call that? When they were peddling. I don't know what you call that. I don't
2: know. I don't it's remember. Like a barsicle but it's not. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was her. It was had it was Bruce, Jenner, yeah, Bruce was?
2: Jenner was there yeah it was great what a way to get in Bruce I don't blame you yeah no and I love they just they got to take a tour yeah and, you know I yeah I was a little jealous I would have oh. liked to you know Done some similar stuff. I don't blame you. Have you ever
3: been to London? I've never gone. It is on the top of my list yes. of places to go. I will It also is a goal for 2013. Go. Seriously, yes.
2: nice. Yeah. So I will let you know if, Thank I,
3: if you. I get there. Yeah. But another great thing about being in London is that Julian and Bill decided that they, the idea of having a British nanny for oh, their great. baby.
2: It was more Juliana. Well, that's true. <laughs> it was not.
3: <laughs> it's true. Oh, but having a British nanny for their baby would just be wonderful because with a British nanny, the child would speak with a British accent. Now, is that 100% true?
2: I think, because uh, I've nannied a lot. Okay. And I've nannied for children who... Like we'll have accents and stuff Really? Yeah, but it won't be all the time It'll just be certain words Or they'll learn certain words in Spanish And certain words in English I remember that was the hardest thing for me Is like to try to be like, wait, what? What do you you need? Leche for milk and stuff like that So, I mean, I think it's possible I think depending on how much time they're there with them when they're learning to talk, I guess. And being that you have some nanny experience, yeah.
3: what is the normal amount of time that a nanny stays with? Does it does it vary?
2: I mean, yeah, it varies. I, I think m- today, like in someone... Julian and Bill seem like really hands-on parents. I've definitely nannied for people that are never around. Or they have a single-parent home. It'll be okay. a single parent where, you know, the mother's working and, you know, the father's not around. So you will be with them and i've slept i've spent the night and right. stuff so it sometimes it is like a 24/7 you're at least around wow you know 24/7. okay so then
3: this nanny this british nanny could have a huge influence huge. on so maybe yeah. a british accent is possible
2: yeah that would be kind of cute that would be
3: kind of cute well yeah. what did you think of the three nannies that they interviewed
2: i i thought that whole thing was a little silly to be honest really okay yeah, i i mean I I think it's great that they're professional nannies, like that they really know their stuff. Right. You know, and they take a lot of pride in their job. I I really liked that. Um, I mean, they all sort of seem the same to me. No one sticks out for me. I knew they weren't going to do it. I knew that was silly. Right, Right, okay. So I kind of was just like, okay. I thought it was hilarious that Robbie was pretending to be Bill, and they kept messing up. That was great. That was great.
3: That was great. And I loved Julianne's advice to Robbie of... Act like a guy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> He's like, okay. And he did a pretty good job. I
3: think he did a great job. I think he asked some pretty sufficient right. daddy questions. Right. You know, do you shake the baby? Right. Do you believe, can you make, what was it? Can you make clothes out of the drapes?
2: Oh, right. <laughs> right. It's very creative. Very
3: creative. Yeah. I think, I think he did a pretty good job. Too. It was very cute. I don't know. I mean, I guess what I'm thinking of. A nanny or someone to keep my kid. I don't know. I thought I thought Loretta the first, yeah, British nanny. She reminded me so much of the super nanny from the television show. Yeah. She was just missing the glasses. Yeah,
2: the <laughs> no. She she was good. She was. I was like, she's the one. Yeah, give you know her. <gasps> she's the one. She's the greatest. Well, and I would have loved uh, Juliana wanted a nanny, which I uh, thought would have been fantastic.
3: That's my vote.
2: Yeah, like a cute British male nanny would have been great.
3: Right, like a uh, David Beckham.
2: Yeah. <laughs> 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 come on! <laughs> That's my vote. I don't know. I mean, you know, y- yeah. I mean, anyone. It would have been nice if they at least interviewed one. Like they should have done. Things w- up a little. That's true. That's one hundred percent. Anyway, true. that was that was fun. That was a lot of fun. But they seemed to
3: do some other things in London. Also, yes. they were able to sit down with John and learn the cockney yes i've never heard of this before you haven't no absolutely not
2: um i i knew about it but i didn't know that it started as a secret language so that you know you could communicate with your friends or something and nobody knew what you were talking about i thought that was cool like secret languages
3: did you understand what he was saying when he was explain i even was lost when he was explaining it to them
2: I mean, uh, I got it. I, I don't really, I couldn't speak it. Right. But I got like the few, you know, bits of slang he said. But yeah, if he gave me a whole paragraph or a whole conversation, I definitely couldn't hang. So
3: what it was, your beautiful bonnet fair Yeah. is your beautiful hair. <laughs> right. 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 And your beautiful north and south is your nose and mouth. Right. So it's a rhythm, like a rhyming thing. Right. Right. Now I was lost. John, yeah. I appreciate it.
2: <laughs> that's cool that he's like a, a Cockney expert.
3: Well, you need one. Well, right. I would need one. Yeah. 100%.
2: And I don't think, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, I don't think that it's really something that's used in today's time.
3: I, I'm, I think,
2: Phil, for do you know? Have you heard of this Cockney?
1: I have heard of it. Um, you know what's actually fun is uh, there used to be a thing um, back when I was in high school or even middle school. You used to be able to send your term papers and they could slang it up in whatever oh, cool. you oh, and whatever fashion want. was. Cockney was one really? of them. Really? Yeah. So yeah. I don't know what the website is, but maybe I'm looking it that up. Like that.
2: But it's like an old-timey language, right? It's not. It
1: is. I think. I think Austin Powers makes fun of it. Right. In okay. the third movie with him and his father. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it derives from a rhyming. Rhy- it's, it's a rhyming slang is the, the way it's typically described.
2: Interesting.
3: Interesting. I learned something yeah. new from John and the ladies as yes. they were eating their bangers and mash, their fish and chips, <laughs> and their spotted dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that one. W- would you have eaten the spotted dick, Sarah?
2: I would have tried it, yeah.
3: yeah. Did it look... Before he said the name, it looked appetizing. After he said the name, I had to question.
2: I mean, as long as it wasn't, you know, the real deal, <laughs> I'm I'm fine with that. I'm fine <laughs> with that. But I Juliana know. I loved her face. She was like, excuse me? Right. I'm well, i was not Because like, it seemed, I couldn't
3: exactly tell what it was at the beginning. And he mentioned raisins. And I was like, fine, but what's the rest of it? Yeah. I got the spotted part. Right. Okay, what's right. the dick part? Right.
2: Right. <laughs> Like what's happening? What's happening? <laughs> but I, I like that he helped them and y- you know explained everything. It was it, that was cute. That was probably my favorite part of London is their l- eating experience. That's
3: true. That's a hundred percent true. And that she had all her girls. Now, What do you yeah. think? she said this maybe that you know this trip is important to me, special to me because I'm anticipating the birth of the baby. Right. I'm here with my girls. We're kicking it in London town. Yeah. I mean, it really is, it's coming down to the wire.
2: Yeah.
1: All right, yeah. so.
3: <laughs> you have something for us?
1: Yes. Thankfully, it didn't come up with weird results. Okay. Uh, the spotted Dick is a British steamed uh, dumpling, du- pudding, sorry, uh, containing dried fruit, um, commonly raisins, served with custard. Uh, obviously, spotted refers to dried fruit which resembles spots, and dick may be a contradiction or corruption of the word pudding. I don't know how you get there, <laughs> but, uh, you know, that's, I guess.
2: Pudding. Pudding.
3: Pudding. I think w- I think w- in the show he said it was pudding and then pudnik. I don't know how they went from pudding to pudnik. I mean, put, puddick, and then they just oh, dropped the right. pud and just right. go straight with dick.
2: That's a, yeah, he did say that. He's British. It's
3: crazy. I
1: yeah, know. there
2: you go. That's what I say.
1: I mean, the, the, the mind was really wanting <laughs> to go from pudding <laughs> to
2: pudding. Right, dick. right. I mean, I don't even want to know how that came to be, but I love how, yeah, John just acts like it's normal, like there's no, you know. He's the expert. Yeah. We're not going to argue with the expert. Yeah. He knows what he's talking about. But I don't think Spotted Dick is and it has anything to do with cockney i think it's just I, that's just traditional one of their english fair Fairs? okay yeah, i think i you know i don't know now sarah do you have a great english accent no but i loved no it <laughs> sounds so silly i'm embarrassed to do it give it a shot i, I can't come on. oh come on I'm embarrassed do you have one i have a
3: huge confession I have a huge confession. You have a
2: British alter ego? No.
3: I um, am absolutely in love with Idris Elba, the British actor. Oh, yeah.
2: A very handsome gentleman. So, yes. I
3: actually practice my British accent all the time. Does he
2: only like British ladies? I,
3: I don't know. I just want when I meet him for him to feel comfortable.
2: Well, now you have to do it. Do I really? I mean, mine is very silly. Okay. Like, so like, hello.
3: <laughs> Let's see if, if I practice. What can I say? Um...
2: Say, would you like some spotted dick? Oh, would you like some spotted dick? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Thank you very much. <laughs> that was very cute. <laughs> Thank you. That was very cute. Yeah,
1: if you do go to London, and this is just anyone in general, if you do want a British accent, literally right. just spend a week in London, and you'll start talking. Like it, Madonna? And- yeah. Oh, there you go. You'll, you, literally, you'll have dreams in British. You'll start talking British. You'll come back, and it'll probably last like three or four days.
2: Dreams
3: in British. I'm, <laughs> I'm
1: serious. It's true.
3: So I need to meet Idris in those three days yes. after I come back from London. Yes. I'm gonna write that. I'm yeah. gonna write that Challenge down. Accepted. Exactly. Right. Well, um. While Juliana was over in London doing everything, Bill was back in the states trying to work everything out with their house <laughs> and they're thing. waiting to get what is the gas line right. done it in was their the house the gas
2: company that was like the major holdup that's
3: holding up their house but even more important he gets a phone call from his friend that says that France right is deciding to move back to Chicago. Right. Now, I'm not sure if everyone knows the background with France, but back in 2010, Bill did a kind of a mission over in Haiti after the country was hit so hard by the earthquake. Right. He went to Port-au-Prince and delivered food and medical supplies and actually brought back three people from Haiti that needed. Immediate medical attention. Unfortunately, Franz's brother was one of those
2: right. people brought D. back, but
3: he passed away. And they've been helping Franz ever since they yeah. ever since that time. He's, he's healthy. I think he went back to Haiti once, and now mm-hmm. he's decided to move back to Chicago. And Bill and his friends have decided to completely help him get on his feet. I think it's absolutely amazing.
2: Me too. I was jealous of Franz. Ugh. He got a job a furnished apartment <laughs> with like the nicest furniture possible in days. I was like wow that's amazing. Like he's so Bill has such a big heart. It's, it's
3: incredible. I really yeah. have to commend him for doing that and I lived in Chicago for a while and I was trying Love. from the view trying to figure out exactly where he he was living. Oh, cool. So I could tell it was very close to um, Michigan. Yeah, yeah, Michigan Avenue. Yeah, Michigan Avenue.
2: Yeah.
3: I think it was on the south side, maybe close to University of Chicago, which was where I lived. Not a bad area. No. Not bad digs. Not even close. At all. No. And I don't know, that that furniture he was looking at. Yeah. You know, And then he has a job at RPM Italian already.
2: Yeah, I was freaking out at the apartment itself, right. and then he took him for furniture, and I was like, wow. This Fully is furnished a place. Amazing.
3: That just really shows how big of a heart Bill and his friends have, uh, Bill and Juliana both. Right. And last season, Bill and his friends actually made good on a promise to go back to Haiti and build Frances and Didi's mom a, a new house. Right. And they right. did that last season, so I love the fact that they made this promise to these to these people Kept the promise. I think it's fantastic that they've actually done something for him, you know, two or three years after they initially met him. It wasn't if they just brought him here, helped him get healthy, and then just sent him on his way. So, they really, I mean, kudos to Bill. Yeah. Big um, ups to Bill and the boys for uh, doing the good deeds.
2: Yeah. I mean, that was amazing. I I love that whole story. I love how they've continued to show us, too, the progress there and everything. Right.
3: And it seems as if Bill and his friends have a business venture going on. You know, they were talking about Davison Street Project. I guess we'll talk about that a little bit later. But uh, do you want to do a little news and gossip right now? Yeah, let's do it.
2: Let's do it. After TV News.
3: Well, on the news and gossip front, I think Sarah has a little bit for us.
2: I do. Juliana and Andy Cohen from Watch What Happens Live are going to be hosting the Miss Universe pageant. And that's going to be in In December. It's December 19th in Las Vegas. I am a huge pageant fan. Okay. I don't know about you, but... I I don't know. I love it. I'm excited for Juliana. It's not the first time she's hosted a pageant, but that sounds super fun, and I can't wait to see her.
3: Then didn't that pair, same pair, do the Miss USA pageant? Correct. So this is the pageant pair. Yeah. They're just keeping it going. Yeah,
2: I like that. I like that. Did you see them do
3: the Miss USA pageant? Were they great? Of course.
2: Great. Absolutely great. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Well, as
3: we were saying before in the, in the episode Bill mentioned his Davison Street project. Well, it seems as if these Rancics are taking over the world because they're breaking ground on what's going to be RPM Steak, which is going um, to be two delicious. blocks yeah, two blocks down from RPM Italian which they opened earlier this year. It Seems to be doing amazingly well and they want to capitalize on the success. So RPM Steak is slated to open early 2013 and they're already looking for their third restaurant in Las Vegas.
2: Yeah. So they are taking awesome. it everywhere. Yeah. These recipes the don't stop. No. Uh,
3: so I guess because I was wondering when I when they named the original restaurant RPM Italian I was like, well what what's that about? Is it going to be RPM something, something else? else? Had no idea. Did, did they listen to me? Did they steal they my did. ideals, Sarah? They did. I
2: think you should capitalize you on that. You know what? I'm Can gonna I get in there. I'm
3: gonna get some legal advice.
2: Yeah. These <laughs> 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 these seems to be, seem to
3: have some money. I'm I wanna to go cash to at too. least
2: one of these restaurants. Well that's
3: what we should do. Again, another after buzz yes. trip. Half of us, yes. we can split up and go to RPM Steak, RPM Italian, Amazing and then we can take idea. all a trip together to go to the one in Vegas when they open that fully one.
2: Funded by Phil. There we
3: course. go. All what right. do you think, Phil? I, I'm down with that.
1: <laughs> uh, I'd be down. Sure. <laughs> all right. <cool. laughs> I don't know about the funded. No. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> we'll find some vodka company to sponsor. Okay, all right.
3: I'm down with that. I'm down with that too. I'm totally down with the sponsorship. Cool. And we talked about predictions, but that's a little
2: difficult for this show, but I mean, we have is, the, I got a little confused with the predictions, though. Is the what baby about, next week? What, what? A, what,
1: what about the Oh, joy? yeah!
3: Phil has news and gossip.
2: You guys
3: dropped the ball. Sorry. Well, Phil, you dropped the ball on yeah, dressing. Yeah, come on. What? On dressing for Halloween? Yeah. Alright,
1: well, I want to talk about this <laughs> thing. I want to hear your guys' opinion. Alright,
2: okay. Do it
1: anyone going to introduce what the hell it is?
2: Uh, well, you're the one who read the article, uh, Faith. Uh,
1: I don't know if I, uh, I... I forget where I pulled it up from. Uh, it was on Twitter. Um, and, I, and and it just said, Juliana, Juliana wishes she was a regular girl or something like that, right? Not as right. career-oriented. I forget the headline. And so I checked it. I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting, Juliana. And then... Uh, I'm, I'm so misquoting her just to make fun <laughs> of it. Um, fans, you will, you will be mortified. But um, it basically said, like, you know, she was so career-oriented, and now she sees, like, 16 and pregnant, and uh, because she obviously can't have a baby, um, you know, she looks at it as, like, oh, my God. She, she like, idolizes them because they, at 16, can have babies while she at you know, her age can't. So, it, I don't know. Uh, I think it was Health th-
2: Magazine. I saw it briefly. I didn't read the whole thing. I think it was Health Magazine. And she did. She said that she had wished she hadn't put her career first in a lot of ways, that she, um, you know, kind of regrets that a little bit. Obviously you know, now everything's good, but right. it's interesting. But
3: did she compare her situation to 16 and I pregnant? Didn't and you know, you I, I didn't see that part. I, I, I
2: didn't see
1: I that for- part. I forgot where, I mean, they—they they, I guess they must have been quoting that article or whatever. Yeah. But, um, you know, th- she certainly mentioned 16 and pregnant in terms of her viewing it. I think the big takeaway, you know, what I took away from it was the fact that throughout her whole career, people said, you know, you have to stay career-oriented rather than focus on family. Right. And I thought that was interesting because most of the time you hear the other way. You know, you, you have the influence of all your friends of like, oh, you know, you should get married, you should do right. this, and therefore the career falters. Um, the only – but the other takeaway for me, for women, was, okay, you know, if you are going to be about your career, you know, you should plan – on having kids one day and there is a process right and, and you know time she, limit. yeah and yeah. she was unaware of that process and that's i think ultimately you know I, I don't think the article stated it that way i think it was that was that was the takeaway for me right? although i don't think that's what they they should have made that the takeaway because i think that's a great thing for women to know right right because a you i think a you sh- as women go ahead, go be career-oriented. It's not bad to be career-oriented, but then just have a plan. And I think most women just don't know how to have a plan.
2: Right. She said, I do remember another line. She was saying, yeah, she wished someone had told her that, you know, you only have, you know, a certain amount of eggs and a certain amount of time. You know, that, you know, you kind of know. You know that you obviously probably can't have kids or it would be very difficult in your 60s. But, you know, no one really sits you down and says, like, hey... If you want to have kids, you have, like, five more years before it's going to be next to impossible. And for everybody, it's different. I yeah.
3: Think. I mean, I'm surprised. I I find her parents to be somewhat traditional. Me, too. So, for her, I mean, you know, I'm from yeah. the South. My mother has said it to me. So, you know, she's m- tapped me on the shoulder many a time and said, you know, what about those eggs? Yeah. Like, so <laughs> <laughs> With traditional parents, I'm really surprised that they never had the conversation. They seem to be hugely proud of her and her career, and she right. accomplished tons. Right. But uh, yeah, I think you have to. As a woman, you have to just think about it.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, it, I mean, it's kind of sad that there's a time limit, but there is. But and there is. But clearly, as Juliana shows us, you can have both. So. Right. And as Phil was saying, it's about having a plan. Right.
3: Women are having children later, but they need to. Plan and think about it.
2: Yeah, yeah, you can have both. You just need a plan. You just like need that. a plan. It's your new slogan, Phil? It's all about a plan. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There you go. Yeah. I didn't plan today for Halloween, clearly.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of plans,
3: Speaking one fell through of the crack. plans. Well, it seems as if in the next couple weeks we're going to have the baby, the birthday baby. Yeah. For TV. Predictions. And so. Prediction-wise, how do you think that delivery is going to go? I mean, what do you what do you see? How do you envision Bill and Juliana waiting in the waiting room for the baby?
2: I feel like you don't think, is Juliana going to cut the cord? She's not?
3: Well, you know what? I guess we'll see if they have that argument yet again. Right. Because they had decided she was cutting the cord. No, she was doing the skin on skin. He was cutting the cord. Right. So we'll see if that comes up again.
2: Right, right. I, I feel like... It's not going to go as smoothly. It's not just going to be like, oh, they arrive and then the baby's born. I feel like, you know, there's going to be a little, you know, either someone's running late or they're not in the same place at the same time. Absolutely. Which I'm excited to see. In
3: great rancic fashion. Yes. Right?
2: Yeah, because I know the outcome is a positive one. So I'd like to see all the craziness before.
3: They'll have the private jet ready to go. Yeah. Well, I think that has been it for us yeah. today i yeah. think that's fantastic again i'm tara johnson and fantastic to be with you your be pirate you. wench thank you so much I, I need an eye patch though yeah, yeah. Oh, i need an oh eye well. patch you can catch me on twitter at tj path to passion would love to talk to you and and i'm sarah huggins
2: at sarah on the go sarah with an h pleasure being here. And I
3: think we might be off next week. we? Are have to we? check the schedule. We might be off next that week. Makes my
2: heart sad. Yeah.
1: Oh, because of uh, elections. I think so. Oh, so I vote.
3: think we... Oh, please go out and vote. So I think we're off next week, so I guess we'll be back in sure. two weeks.
1: Hey. Alright. Happy Halloween. We'll happy vote Halloween. Happy. Vote.
0: There you go. <laughs> From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to